The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, I wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Tuesday, January 26th, and uh, we have a Super Bowl to start talking about. It's the only game left in the year. It's incredible that we're already down uh, that far. We will have a mailbag that we uh, released before the Super Bowl um, leading up to it. So if you have questions about the season, questions about the Super Bowl, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and we will answer any and all questions. Uh, of course, we have the championship weekend recap in the feed, and we'll have the Brady Quinn football show tomorrow. But today it's an early Super Bowl gambling preview with the uh, the one and only the Wizard of Odds, Kenny White. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good, Will. Uh, not a good weekend for me, you know, but – my numbers were so close to the betting line and I kind of had to come up with reasons why I wanted to take one side or the other. And I came up with Aaron Rodgers was the reason I was going to oh. be on green Bay and Buffalo. I was on because the DVOA numbers kept showing they were so improved. And I w- was impressed with Josh Allen in a couple of games down the end of the year. And you know what? Every year changes. I made big mistakes in both games, and I can make reasoning why I should have been on the other sides of both these games and those two games. And now it kind of – and I'd use that reasoning. I'm going to use that reasoning today, why I should have been on the opposite two sides last weekend and which will put me on the side I like for the Super Bowl. All right, well, I mean, let's quickly just sort of talk about that because, yeah, you had the Bills and the the Packers, and I was on the Packers and the Chiefs. and I, you know, the game script for the for the Packers and the Bucks started out completely opposite of how I thought it would go. I thought that the Packers would jump out to an early lead. They're great at scripting drives. I thought that they would uh, be clever in their attempts to pass the ball early and not get stuck up and running on first down. Um, and I thought we might see the Buccaneers struggle to get pick up first downs and then have to punt. Well, the Packers weren't clever about their scripting. The Buccaneers' defense came out flying. And Tampa converted a bunch of insanely long third downs to sort of get out to that lead. And I, I really thought, you know, we saw Aaron Rodgers outplay Tom Brady. I mean, Aaron Rodgers played awesome. Everybody else just kind of screwed up. So I think, I don't know that your reasoning was wrong in the sense that, you know, Rodgers played great and he could have been a difference maker, but there are a lot of decisions and a lot of mistakes made by, uh, the, the offensive line was terrible. The pass catchers were bad. Um, Matt LaFleur, certainly some questionable moves. I mean, I think 
So like, I guess I'm not trying to make you feel better about it, Kenny, but it does, you know, it doesn't feel like it was like, Oh, Aaron Rodgers sucks. And that's why I lost that bet. Yeah. No, I, I took plus five and a half in game. So I was fortunate to, to collect that ticket and I should have taken plus 10 and a half mm. when they fumbled, you know, and, and you're right. How things change. Bruce Arians made a great call to go on fourth and five with 13 seconds to go. You know, most teams would have just punted there and, and, and you go into halftime with, you know, I, I think it was at that time, 17, 10, maybe. Yep. And, no, no, and no, it was 14, 10. 14, 10. It was 14, 10. They get the touchdown. And then the very first play of the second half, Aaron Rod, Aaron Jones fumbles and it's picked up and, you know, run inside the 10 yard line and touchdown, you know, the entire game changes. It's 28 to 10. Now take away those two plays. And it's, you know, you could take away two plays from the Packers too, maybe in that game. If you take away those two plays and two plays from the Packers, I think the Packers still end up winning the football game. So yeah. And I mean, then I think when you look at the Chiefs and the, and the, and the Bills, the Chiefs just kind of played possum on us, you know, like they won six, six or seven straight games. Like it's hard to, you know, it's hard to use. I mean, I correct me if I'm wrong here, Kenny, but it's hard to take into account the fact that a team might be like playing with their food, sleepwalking. You know, like, like you could, you can't, your, your power ratings can't tell you that the Chiefs are going to flick a switch and light the bills up all of a sudden. Right. I mean, that's just hard to do. Yeah. No, I, I, two things I can think kind of fooled me in that game is one, I kept saying all year, Buffalo may not be as good as they look because of the competition that they've played and they'd only played a couple good teams all year and, and they kind of struggled in those games. Uh, you know, playing Miami twice, Miami wasn't very good. Uh, the Jets were horrible and New England was not a good football team. I had them four points below average. They just didn't have players. So, you know, that, that was six wins right there. You take those off the schedule and they, and I think they played a fairly soft schedule, you know, for the year. But anyway, the, the major thing was, I kept upgrading their power rating and, and I think they're as good as my power rating said, but they had zero experience playing in this championship game. And Josh Allen tried to do too much. And if he the didn't whole, try to, he was trying, he's trying he to, was. he wanted that turnover. All he had to do, all he had to do was take what Kansas City was giving him. And he didn't do that. He tried to go for more. He almost threw two interceptions in the first quarter of that football game because he was trying to do too much. And that was because of lack of experience. It's like, yeah. I remember Randy Johnson saying that in the playoffs, his first playoff game, he goes, I was trying to throw it 120 and it was, it was running up there at 92 miles an hour because I was trying too hard. And that's what Josh Allen did yesterday. He tried too hard to win that football game. So it was experience by the Chiefs being in there. Three straight games at home, championship games at home. Look at all the experience they had playing in that game. They lost one. They won one. Buffalo first time ever in the championship game. Yeah, I think that was sort of underplayed as well. And then look, Tom Brady, you know, I mean, he's, you know, dude, when dude wins, you know, I mean, like experience matters in these spots. Yeah. So, experience yeah. matters. Yeah, for sure. All right. Tom so Brady had all the experience in the world and you know what? The rest of the players on Tampa did not. Yeah. But he knew what he, and the quarterback's the most important guy, obviously, because he's got the ball in his hand 60% of the time. So yep. that's the guy you got to trust in. All right. Well, let's, uh, so, th- so those teams advance and I, I just looked at my best bets. I did terrible too. Um, what are you gonna do? Uh, there's always the Super Bowl to make it back. The uh, the Super Bowl odds, in fact, Chiefs minus three. Uh, I believe it has settled in. It was 
three and a half early and then settled in at three. I saw a juiced up three on, uh, on Sunday night and the over, yep, minus three, minus 120 at William Hill over under 56 and a half. Uh, what are your sort what are your thoughts on this spread initially, Kenny? I mean, is it a good line? Um, you know, is this, it feels to me. So I told some friends, I thought it would be three and three and a half. And they said they thought that would be a little short. Um, I just can't imagine Vegas giving Tom Brady five and a half points at a Super Bowl. That, you know, that, that hadn't happened since 2001, you know? Has Tom Brady ever gotten three points in a Super Bowl? No, the first one, that's it. Yeah. So. No, but um, otherwise, the only other one he wasn't a favorite in was the Seahawks game, and that was a pick'em. So my, my number, my, my power ratings, I, I, I raised up Kansas City a point from yesterday's game. Um, I, I thought they played really well. And that being said, I, I thought Tampa played better in their circumstances and situation than the Chiefs actually did because the Chiefs were playing an inexperienced football team coming into that game. Tampa, three straight road games, had to go into Green Bay to beat the Packers, whose defense looked amazing the last four weeks. Their offensive line was tremendous against the best defense in football. Their running backs averaged six yards a carry, and they didn't sack Rodgers once. But Tampa's defensive line dominated the Packers' offensive line. So I, I didn't raise their rating up, but I left it the same, 108 and a half, and I raised Kansas City up. I only have a, a two and a half point difference between the two teams. Wow. So do I give home field for the Bucks or playing at home? You know, it was on last night, uh, Danny Cannell, he talked for two minutes about the advantage of playing at home. And after he said all, but he said, well, I, I'll give him one point for that. But it was a lot. I mean, him talking about sleeping in your own bed, not traveling, don't get on an airplane, go into the stadium where you see the same people, you're in your own locker, uh, you're, you're, you got your own hot tub, you got your own sauna, you got your own masseuse, everybody that you deal with day in and day out, it's the same people, same place, same time. And then there's going to be 17,000 or 15,000 um, first responders in, in the stadium that are all Tampa Bay fans. That is 7,500. Yeah. First, first responders, but 22,000 total fans. And I would anticipate that like a, I mean, I don't know. I think it'll be 50% just by default, minimum 50% yeah. Tampa Bay fans, you know? I mean, like I think there'll probably be some Chiefs fans there because Chiefs fans travel and they're loud right. Right. and they're, you know, going for back to backs. But I mean, I would anticipate plenty of Tampa Bay fans. So yeah, I think I, we talked about this on the recap podcast actually and Breach brought it up. It's possible. Is it possible that the, that, uh, KC minus three, is actually built in, like is building in some home field advantage for Tampa Bay there? I My, my numbers don't say that because I, I, if I give a point and a half, I, I think Kansas City should be one in the game. So when the number opened three last night went to three and a half, they were asking me, Eric Casillas was asking me on the show last night, where do you think the number's going to go? I got to trust my number, and I say the three and a half's going to come back to the three, and three being such a key number in football – I think that's where it's going to stay. I think it's going to be on three the entire time because sooner or later, bookmakers are not going to want to move off the three. It's too dangerous of a number for them with the volume of money coming into this game. There just has to be an avalanche of chief money to move off this. And I I just don't see that happening because I think there's going to be plenty of support for Tampa because there was plenty of support for Tampa against the Packers. Yeah, for sure. That line never moved. I mean, it was 68% ticket count on Green Bay, which all the little guys were betting Green Bay with us. And then the sharp guys were taking the three with uh, Tom Brady. So yeah. I think the sharps are going to take the three with, with the Bucks again in this situation. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I also think that, like to your point, you're talking about 
the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, who are a very popular public team. And you're talking about the Bucks with Tom Brady, who have a very good defense, and Tom Brady. Like, there's not, there's no need for the books to slide this line all over the place. It's just right. not going. It's not going to go to four and then to two, because then there's a like a really good chance that you know people like are able to middle the crap out of the the sports books. So well, the last, well, they can't middle, but they can side them. The last thing the book wants is ten million dollars minus three on the Chiefs and ten million dollars plus three and a half on the Buccaneers. Because right, exactly. it lands three, they lose ten million dollars. Right, exactly. Or I mean, I mean, to my point, like if you go, like if you get a plus four and a minus two, and it lands three, you could potentially middle it. That's why they wouldn't. They're just not going to do that unless it's like Brady gets COVID or you know Brady is injured or something like that or Mah- you know, something happens to Mahomes. I think that's the only way you would see it really flying around. And right with with this exactly. number that with this number that they have right now where it's Chiefs minus three and it's juiced up to minus 120, you're basically – you have to assume that the tickets are probably going to be heavier on Kansas City, right? And if that's the case, then you're you're picking up a little extra tax there on the juice by making it 120, which is a nice little boost, right? Already 55% of the tickets right now are on Kansas City. Um, the, and, Will, this will be interesting because the general public – they just, you know, they're going to bet the favorite. And I'm going to say general public will be on the favorite in the Super Bowl. 70% of them are going to lay the three. Um, but when they're looking money line, 70% of that general public are going to take the dog plus the, plus the 145 plus the 150. So I got a feeling at kickoff, you might be able to get the Chiefs at minus 145 or minus 150 at kickoff. Well, so that's the question. If we don't think the spread is three. We don't think the spread is going to move and, and neither you and I both don't think it's going to move. Like it, it just makes too much sense for the books. You have three. It's a it's possible. It's a push, but you just, you let it sit at three all week, all for the next two weeks and just yeah. see how the tickets count stack up. And if it, if you somehow get like 10 to one chiefs cat, like actual cash, then maybe it changes. But I, I just don't, I mean, it's not like this is a consensus either. You know, it's, it's a, it, it varies book to book, sports book to sports book. And so, you know, maybe you see some three and a halfs. Maybe I don't know. I, I, yeah, but every, I, I, every book in Iowa is getting Kansas City money for sure. Right. Exactly. And whereas, like, you know, uh, what's the nearest? I guess Virginia is the closest. Tennessee, maybe. You can't yeah. gamble near, near Florida somehow. Yeah, West Virginia. Yeah, that's right. So, um, so you see the money line sliding back a little bit towards Kansas City, possibly. Yeah, because that's what happens every year. Um, every year, the, I mean, when people are looking to make a bet, they well. I don't want to lay a dollar fifty because they all ask. What if I bet the dollar fifty? I bet a hundred on minus one fifty. What do I get? Oh, you're going to get sixty seven dollars. Yeah, I don't like that. What if I bet the other team? Well, you're going to you're going to get a hundred like, and fifty. Well, you're like, well, that's way better. Well, that's way better. I'm going to take yeah. that. I'll go with Tom Brady and take that big play. So that they're, they're going to bet that, and that's going to drop. And I'm going to look right now my money line charts for the NFL. What I should know off the top of my head, but three point favorite. Uh, a three-point favorite, the um, no juice money line is a dollar forty-one. Is what it, the true price is. Oh wow! So it should be minus fifty plus thirty. Okay. So we're looking at minus seventy plus fifty, and that's because the threes are all juiced up about twenty cents. Yep. You know, if you're looking at if you're going to get minus three right now, you're laying you're laying a dollar twenty-five. Oh wow! So really? it's ju- I, it, yeah, that's the. Uh, I see a dollar twenty at William Hill. Dollar minus yeah, three, say, minus twenty. Yeah, I see. Yeah, minus twenty at William Hill. I actually see off, on an offshore uh, minus three and a half, minus one hundred five. So it's all about in the same range, right? Um, right. and 
Yeah, like so we could see the money line come back a little bit if there's a bunch of bucks money. And typically speaking, with these games, with a Super Bowl, you've got two weeks. So it's like it's not like it's going to go two weeks and sit there, and then suddenly the line's just going to take off flying. <laughs> you know, we saw that with the Chiefs and Browns prior right. to that playoff game, but that's that's really more the exception than the rule, right? Yes, that is the exception. It really yeah. is. Uh that was shocking to see that day that they, they jumped on and they were very, they were uh, the betters that bet that were very fortunate that Patrick Mahomes went out. If he doesn't go out, the chiefs may cover that game too. Cause all I could think of was, you know what? Motivation is everything in sports and Kansas city was not motivated their last seven, eight games of the season that they went one and seven ATS. They could have cared less. All they wanted to do was get the playoffs started. Yep. And uh, when that when it started, they turned it on against the Browns. But that first drive is like, oh, oh, the Chiefs are here. They're back. Yeah. And and Mahomes, I didn't think showed any like lingering concerns with that toe at all against the Bills. He was mobile as as mobile as he needed to be. Moved to the pocket, made great throws, and yep. now he has two weeks to to heal up. I mean, he should be fine for a sixty minute stretch. Uh, what about the total here? Fifty six and a half. I think it opened at 56 and has climbed a half a point, but fairly stagnant. You know, I actually thought this might run up a little bit closer to 58. Uh, but, but maybe, maybe the, the books are a little worried about sharps coming in and hammering those unders because typically speaking, these unders tend to be, uh, tend to hit at a higher rate in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. That's, the, it's such a big game. You know, the, the teams play a little closer to the best, but you got two teams that can really throw the football. Um, I made the total 57 and a half. Okay. Uh, there was, there was some 57 and a halves yesterday when they opened. I think they opened 56, went to 57 and a half. No, I see 57 was kind of the main opener. I did, but it did go up to 57 and a half. And then some under money came in and I'm, I'm seeing 56 kind of the main market number right now. I think that's a good number. I, th- I think it stays right there. Um, I'm going to look to maybe bet the second quarter over Ooh. if I can get a 16 and a half, if it drops to 16 and a half. Chiefs have been the highest scoring second quarter team in football, I believe. And you saw it on Sunday night. They scored three touchdowns in, you know, rapid fire succession. So, uh, I don't, do they have that? Is that total to William Hill? They haven't probably haven't posted that yet. It's 17 right now. Oh, 17. Okay. Yeah. So you, all right, all right, cool. Nice. So you'd be looking for second quarter over. Wow, you can get the Chiefs at second quarter money line minus one twenty one, and they're the highest scoring. And they're the highest scoring team. Um, I'm not gonna have. I'm. I. You know, when I go in with one side, which I'm. I already took. I took three and a half with uh, Tampa. As as I mentioned, I made the number. I have. Yeah. A, I have a two and a half point difference in the power rating between the two teams, and I'm going to give a, a point and a half for home field for Tampa Bay. So I, I think Kansas City should be one. I took three and a half, and I will be on Tampa for most of the props, most of the quarters, and anything. I, I won't be on Kansas City for anything unless it's a prop bet for for a player prop. Okay, so you you really think this is Tampa Bay Super Bowl to win? Well, I, I have to stick with my numbers. I have to trust my process, and my yeah. process tells me this is what I make the game. And you know, I, I that way I don't. I you know, I'm not going to second guess myself. And I've got a bigger. I've got a bigger difference in this game than I had the two, the two playoff games because I made Kansas City three, um, yeah. and I, I I took three and a half with the Bills. I only had a half point difference, and I actually my power ratings had uh, Green Bay two and a half over Tampa, and I ended up laying three in the game because of all of the. Three straight road games. Yep. Uh, Rodgers is 64% at home. 
and then a little bit more current form and how well Green Bay had been playing. And that's why I laid Green Bay. I even went against my number there. So this one, at least I've got a two and a half point edge. And that's what I look for is two and a half points to make a bet. So I've actually got enough of room to actually make a real bet in the Super Bowl. And that's why I took three and a half. I feel good about it. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, and look, like I said, um, it's Tom Brady. And you know, the other thing that I think people are sleeping on a little bit, the, I mean, the Buccaneers defense was awesome against the Packers. They they, were. Aaron Rodgers played an incredible game and it's still, you know, they, they sacked him five times. JPP and, and Shaq Barrett were all like, wow, they were crazy good. off the edge. And both of the starting tackles, Eric Fisher now out with an Achilles injury and Mitchell Schwartz has been out are going to be missing for Patrick Mahomes. So I don't, my only concern is that I just think there's such a different beast on offense with the way that they do motion and jet sweeps and all of that, that yeah. I don't know if that pass rush will necessarily be quite as effective against Kansas City, even with the missing tackles, just because Mahomes can do things to sort of mitigate that pressure by getting the ball out quickly and all of that. But, I mean, yeah, certainly, you know, t- Tampa, if they're at home, they got a great defense. It's Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Good luck betting against him. Um, do you uh, – so, I mean, you don't really see a need, though, to get on this number now on either like the total or the spread, right? I don't think so. I think if you like the bucks and you can find three and a half, go ahead and take uh, that. I think you take that. Cause I, I, you're never, I never, you're never going to see four. No, um, but you're not going to see two and a half either. No, you're not going to see two and a half. If you like, if you like the bucks or the, um, the Kansas city chiefs, the favorite, I think you can wait on this as long as possible and, and, and don't lay the three, you lay a dollar 50. You yeah. either lay a dollar 50, you're laying a good price. I think in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so because I mean, like, yeah, if you can get the if you can get a buck fifty on the money line and just not worry about the spread right. versus pay, versus laying minus three minus one twenty. Yeah, you got three big numbers going. One, two, three are all key numbers in the yeah. NFL. So, yeah, so yeah that's the, I, I like that. All right, so the play is the money line then, but wait on it if you like Kansas City. Obviously, if there's some breaking news or something like that, um, that would be different. Uh, are there any sort of, I mean. They've already got these touchdown scores out. I know that's, you know, usually the, it's crazy because it used to be, Kenny, you had to kind of wait till like the Sunday before, you know, like you had to wait a week before the, all the, uh, like you'd have the spread up. Well, like, Westgate, Westgate, they have their, they get together Wednesday night. This week okay. went two nights, they're two days from now. Maybe they moved it up because the rest of the world has now jumped in, but the Westgate was the king of the props. Right. And they do for, a whole prop packet on Thursday. Years. Yeah. yeah, so Thursday would be the day they reveal those, but Wednesday night they get together the entire staff and they go over and they make they come up with 400 plus props and they release them on Thursday. So Yeah, and I saw um Circus Sports had tweeted, "Here's our release. Wednesday Circus Squares, Thursday Super Bowl MVP odds, Friday player to score first touchdown, Saturday two-sided props and Sunday index props." So they're like rolling out um you know, they're rolling out these things like on a schedule. It's crazy how this has yeah. become such a huge deal uh, in terms of in terms of how those are rolled out. Is there anything that off the top of your head that you would want to jump on early if, if you saw it pop up? I mean, or is it or is it just you need to see them and, and figure out what it is aside from yeah, that second I mean, quarter? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go over mine. I'm going to go over each player and make a projection on each player. Um, I like to do that. I, I'd rather make my number up, come up with I think sure. what it should be. And then and then I'll compare to what they have. So. Um, that'll take me a so next the, two, three so the only real, So you think the only real like actionable items here for this game for you, based on your numbers, are bucks plus three and a half if you can get it. Otherwise, if you see three weight, I mean, you don't want to buy it 
if you can help it. You'd rather get the three and a half just normal. And then second quarter over 16 and a half. Yep, that's what I'm looking for. Okay. Just, since my total is 57 and a half, I think that's second quarter. The first quarter, I feel like it's that, you know, the heavyweight title fight where they're feeling themselves out early. For sure. And then you can get a break like yesterday I did with Kansas City because I went over 16 and a half in that game. And they're down on the five-yard line, and they, they, they could have gotten off another play, and they could have scored a touchdown, but they're smart. And they say, you know what? Let's let the clock run down. We'll talk about what play we want to do. And then the boom, first play of the second quarter, get a touchdown. Like, yeah, you're feeling, feeling very minutes, good. At, yeah. And you, and you know, you're going to get that late opportunity for a score in the, you know, the t- last two minutes because the teams will go into the two minute offense and try to sure. get a t- touchdown. So, um, what about in terms of, you know, you mentioned that you got Green Bay plus five. Was that right? Or in game plus five and a half. Plus five and a half, which ended up being, you love the Matt LaFleur field goal then. <laughs> I didn't think it was the right move, but I understood why he was doing it. Cause you know, it took the pressure off making the two point conversion. But you, again, you can't beat, you couldn't beat any of those teams with field goals. You know, even right. if uh, Kansas City had to kick field goals against Buffalo, there was a shot they could have lost that game. Um, yeah, absolutely. So you got to score that, touchdowns. That Buffalo field goal at the end screwed my second half under. I cannot believe it. it's like three penalties versus one penalty. And they offset that. How does that offset? Like, that, they, yeah, back about fifteen yards. Don't let them kick. Um, so, it, looking at the looking at the Super Bowl, then from like a live betting perspective, is there a are there any game scripts in your mind that you would that you would think about attacking? I think the, probably the obvious one is Tampa ten nothing lead, Chiefs in the over. Right? I mean, like that's yeah, yeah. Because you, you know, you know, Kansas City feels good about they can come back on anybody. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that, that, you know, either team, either, if either team falls behind 10, nothing, you know, I, I would, would, would look to play the other side. So I think in a lot of these sports, you can, you can kind of put a number in your head and say, all right, the chiefs are minus three for the game. If at any point I can get plus four and a half on the chiefs or more. Yeah. Should probably jump in because there's a yeah. touchdown difference now. And then the other way, if you can get the bucks plus 10 and a half or more at any time, it might be a, you know, an opportunity to jump in there. I, I, I like to have those type of edges going for me. Yeah, for sure. That, that's a good idea and a good thought process for it. And, and the other thing too is don't feel like you just have to get one side. You know, if you can get the Chiefs plus four and a half and then they score three straight times and you can get the Bucks plus ten and a half. Right. I, that's a, you know, I mean, like those windows are there though, for sure. That, that's a good middle. You can definitely middle that. That game yesterday was very, you know, very easily to middle to. The Chiefs uh, were plus one or five on the, on the money line. Um, plus two and a half at one point. The Chiefs were plus two and a half. Yeah, plus two and a half when they when they fell behind nine nothing. They were actually getting two and a half. I saw. Why was that? I was just about to take it and I missed it. And you know that that's what happened. They scored too fast. Yeah, because like because I was like I was like all right yeah like I'm gonna get some Chiefs here and then all of a sudden it was like they were minus two fifty. You're like whoa 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 like I I cannot lay that exactly. Um, Yeah, and in hindsight would have been a uh, a good move. All right, so we think. This is going to be a fairly boring Super Bowl week then in terms of the line movement, which is fine. But <laughs> yeah. it is like, I mean, you know, I'm just thinking like, you know, there've been some years where you, you know, you could see some fluctuation and bouncing around, but this just feels like it's going to sit at three. It's going to be the deference to, to Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, and we'll see what happens when, when it shakes out, right? Yeah, you're right about line. It will be a boring week for line movement, but uh, more and more books putting props up. So we're going to have four or 500 props to, to be able to sift through, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah when those come out, we'll, uh, we'll obviously find some value for everybody and, uh, and hopefully hit some winners. Uh, all right, Kenny, any other thoughts on this Super Bowl before we get out of here? 
You know, again, uh, experience is so big in Kansas City being there last year uh, and winning it is definitely something you really got to take a look at. But then, as I said, Tom Brady has been to he's going to be if he wins this one, it's Tom Brady with the most Super Bowl rings. Then you go to organizations. So uh, he'll be above all the organizations. He's that good. Uh, And so he's got the experience. He's been there, done it. Arians has been there. Um, Antonio Brown, I don't know if he's been to a Super Bowl or not. But he's going to be back. That's another weapon for Brady. Um, I, I think that they'll be fine because their leader, Brady, is not going to be deer in the headlights. He knows what he needs to be done, and he's going to do it. And the rest of the team's following along all year long. They're like, hey, we'll follow you. You know what to do. And that's what they keep doing. So, Yep. You bring a pro in, and he turns uh... – yeah, it turns everybody into a better player, a better teammate. And that's exactly what Tom Brady did. All right. Yeah. Uh, follow Kenny at KYD Vegas on Twitter. Watch him on CBS Sports HQ. And I'm sure we will have you back on. Uh, you'll probably be back on the show I a have couple times. I have 200 to spend. Yeah, yeah, you got to, yeah, we, we, <laughs> I, we, I think everybody's going to need some longer shot props because everybody yes. got their face hit to him. Uh, thanks, yeah. buddy. As always, talk to you soon. Thanks, Will. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. 